there is freedom. Freedom from bondage. Freedom from mental disorders. Freedom from anything that's holding us back. Freedom here tonight. Step into it now. Step into it more. Step into the Spirit. Thank you, Lord. We glorify you.
Father, we thank you for freedom. Freedom in our hearts. Freedom in our homes, Lord. Freedom in our minds. Oh, we thank you, Lord, for freedom. Thank you, Jesus, for freedom. Thank you, Lord, for freedom. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Oh, thank you, Lord, for your freedom in our spirits and in our minds. Oh, thank you, Lord. For a river of freedom that's flowing with life divine. Thank you, Father, for freedom in our spirit, freedom, Lord, in our minds. Thank you, Lord. before the court of heaven and submitted to that authority all darkness flees I don't fight and strive but I just enforce my victory I never fight the devil but I just fight that good faith fight walking in the victory oh and walking in the light Staying on the victory side. I'm staying on the victory side. Not moving from the hope of my calling, but his word and hope is an anchor in my soul.
behind me all of heaven is in me for his kingdom's not without but his kingdom's in my shout I have victory and I'm strong in his might to his word my enemies take to flight I'm not moving to the left not turning to the right but my pathway is growing more brighter and bright as I walk in faith and not by sight just like brother Doug said I've got freedom in the night when it's dark and weary when every fear's pressing around, I just look in the light of Jesus, and from my face disappears the frown. I'm not moving, I'm not fretting, I'm just trusting, and I'm just resting in you. Oh, Jesus. Jesus, bless nothing, oh Lord, and none of my striving, oh, I worship you, there's nothing left for me to do, but just present my life here before the light, oh, thank you, Lord.
ask and lead us through that again.
sombriti barata che di di brassi prima sombrotti di care che chi cotola le passa con briva soffribi per picchi di le brassa l'occhi che vremangi in croca catingengo si ti chiti sotto la vassambri barata che sai lunga cisca sciocca d'anghe vana di chi caranda canando cazzo from this night forward never fear never fear my love and my power is always always here when the enemy comes and whispers whispers his lies into your ear just submit to my face submit to receive my grace for I'm within you and I will never let you down for I am the one who defeated wore the crown I'm the one who saw the sin that you would commit even tomorrow but I'm the one that died and took upon myself your sorrows So let not my death go in vain. Do not frustrate my grace. Walking around in your shame. Throw that old cloak off and put on your new man. And say it's only by the mercies of God that I can take my stand. And I am before a heavenly witness that has gone on way, 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 way before. And there's nothing taking me as such as is coming to man. So why should I act so foolish walking around and reasoning in darkness? Take your case and plead it before the courts of the Most High and see if the advocate of mankind will agree with a lie. Of course not. Of course not. He died for your sin. So, right now, in this moment, guess what? It's time to begin once again. <laughs> yes, he delights. Of God. Oh, he delights in showing mercy. And in his gospel, I've got my feet shod. I have on my breastplate ooh, of righteousness, and I let it shine. <laughs> Not in my own strength, but oh, in the strength that's mine. Because he Because he continues to uphold me. The devil keeps saying no. But God keeps saying yes. He gives me all that is best. The devil keeps saying no. God gives me his best. The devil keeps saying, you know, but God keeps saying, yes. 
pass the test Cause I'm not looking to the strength of my own mind Letting his word bring me peace that I Peace that settles me The peace overkeeps me This peace that controls my impulsivity This peace, oh it's good, your impulsivity Peace of God, oh Giving me self-control, peace of God. Oh, bringing liberty where before just the flesh and impulsivity. Peace of God, work done in me. Peace of God, working in me. shame has no place. Thank you, Lord, for freedom. Thank you, Father God, for overcoming grace. here to cast out shame. There's an anointing to break the bondage of sin. There's an anointing here. (laughs) Those things that have been holding us back. He wants to take us further. He wants to go deeper. He wants to save more. (laughs) The limitations are only in our mind. Thank you, Lord. 
He wants to take us further. Yes, but we have to cast off shame. We have to cast off bondage. And the anointing is here to do it. He's here to heal them all. He's present. Thank you, Lord, for taking us deeper, for causing us to go further with you, for increase in the manifestation of your presence. his righteousness that is your present tense position you are right now the righteousness of God in Christ and there is freedom in him freedom for righteousness where sin has no hold sin has no grip and the shame has to flee are the righteousness of God. We are established in His righteousness. Praise you, Lord. You are faithful. You are faithful. And you cause us to be righteous. Thank you, Lord.
step into your dreams. We step into your ways. A higher calling, higher ways. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Well, I, I feel like I have a few things to say along the lines of the theme of the night, which is it seems God wants to release some some bondages and things we've been holding us back. So why don't you guys just stay in the atmosphere of worship and this amazing reverence that we're in and grab your seats. be ready to jump back up there. <laughs> Hebrews 5. Hebrews 5. We're going to start in verse 12. This is kind of a Hard correction here to the Hebrews. I don't feel like the Lord's wanting to give us a hard correction. That's not his intent. But he does want to take us further. And he does, and he is showing us that there's some things that could be holding us back. And and I believe right now, that this is what I kept hearing in prayer today. This is what he wants us to be aware of. This is what I think will take us to that next level. Because that's what he wants. He wants us to just keep going. He wants us to press in deeper. He wants us to experience more of Him. He wants to share things with us, deep things, secrets, things that, that He hasn't told anyone else. He wants to tell those to us. We have to be faithful with what He's given us and faithful with the words that He's, he's given us now. We'll get more, and we'll get more. So don't take this as a blast to the, to the chest because it's, it's not meant for that. So it says... For though by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you again the first principles of the oracles of God. And you have come to need milk and not solid food. 13. For everyone who partakes only of milk is unskilled in the word of righteousness, for he is a babe. It's not a good kind of babe, I don't think. It's not, it's not, I don't think that's what he's talking about. But in this word of unskilled in the word of righteousness... In the, in the Amplified, it says, in the doctrine of righteousness. And it says that we should be teachers. You, we ought to be teachers by now, but now we need someone to teach us. So if someone were to pass you a microphone and say, okay, let's do a teaching on the doctrine of righteousness, where would you be? Could, could, you, could you do that? Could you stand up and give a teaching on the doctrine of righteousness? And it's... And, and it's a big deal. It's a big deal to God. It goes on to say, 14, but solid food, solid food belongs to those who are of full age. That is, those who by reason of use have, have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. So there's, there's some qualifications here. Solid food belongs to someone who is full of age. And it goes on to say, qualifies who's full of age. And sometimes I think we, we can say, oh, I've been 
I've been in church for however many years. I've been saved for however, however many years. That's not necessarily the same thing as maturity in God. That's not necessarily the same thing as being of full age. Being of full age, according to this, is being able to discern both good and evil. Those who by reason of use and have exercised their senses to do this. So if, we've, so if we have a hard time ex, um, discerning good and evil, did you know that this society, today's day and age, there's probably, it's, pro- like it's probably never been this bad except for maybe thousands of years ago as far as the line between good and evil. It's so blurred in our society. It's so blurred in our culture that we have a hard time saying, well, what's good and what's evil? You know, I, I think of like, Abraham, if he was alive today, he'd be, he would, he would be trashed in, in the majority of the churches. Why? Well, because he's wealthy. And, and, and the society says if you're wealthy as, as someone who's of God, that you're, that you're evil. And then, and then, you know, we start talking about all sorts of different things. Sexuality. There's a huge blurred line there in our culture. We have to be able to discern good and evil. We have to be able to say what is, it's, it's this word called judge, which is one of those sometimes words that are, you know, not supposed to be used. But that's, that's wrong. We're not talking about judging people. We're not telling you're an evil person or you're a good person. We're talking about deeds. We're talking about situations. We're to, we're to discern good and evil and, and say, yep, that's right, or no, that's wrong. Notice that it's not saying you're discerning them. You're not the one that's supposed to necessarily bring the correction. So just because someone might be off in, in evil, that doesn't mean it's your job to go tell them about it. Like, oh, I've got this amazing gift. I can tell when anyone's doing something wrong. Well, you're supposed to be able to discern, but it's not your position always to just go hammer at home, to go, to go correct them, to go bring um, that correction. So we are to be well-versed, we are to be skilled in the word of righteousness. And what in the world does that mean? What does it mean to be skilled in the word of righteousness? Well, in the New Covenant and, in the, and before the Old Covenant, righteousness was given by faith. And it's, it's those who would call on the name of the Lord, it's those who would put their trust in, in Jesus would be made righteous. And so to live a life that's not righteous as a believer is is un, to be unaware of who we are. It's to be unaware. It's to be dull-minded to the fact we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. That's our present position. That's who we are. That's who God has made us. That's because the blood of Jesus has purified us. It has called us righteous. It has made us this way. There's no reason to be in shame. There's no reason to be in, in condemnation. Condemnation is, is of, the, of the enemy. You know, he's called the accuser of the brethren. And that's, you know, what Pastor Mickey was up there singing about. He's saying, no, no, no. And God's saying, yes, yes, yes. He's in the courts accusing us. And Jesus, our advocate, says, no, they're righteous. They're righteous. 
So we have to shrug off the old person who says, oh, this is who I am. I'm the sinner. I'm the, I'm the one who, who's messed up. I'm, I'm little nobody. That's so ungodly. And it's such a, it's really a slap in the face to what Jesus did. It's, it's, just, it's just not right. He sacrificed so much. It says, uh, 1 Corinthians 5, 21, it says that, that he became sin who knew no sin. That's what he did. He became sin. I don't know if you quite can grasp the magnitude of that. We're talking about God becoming sin who knew no sin. And he did it. Why? So that we could become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. That's the reason he did it. He did it for our, for our benefit. And it was a big deal. And it was a big sacrifice. And it was probably one of the worst experiences that he went through. Probably worse than anything physical that he went through. Was becoming sin. And he did that for our righteousness. So we have to stop with this. We have to stop with this. Oh, I'm just, I'm just sinning again. Every time we go to the Lord, God, I'm not worthy. That, it, is, it is, again, a slap in the face to who you, who, what Jesus did for you. That's why he tells us to enter into his courts with thanksgiving and enter into his gates with praise. Not to enter in beating ourselves over the back and saying, God, I'm not worthy. God, forgive me. God, that's just not who we are. That's not who he created you to be. And so I, I, can, I can still sense there's just, for some of you on the inside, there's like a knot in your spirit. And that is condemnation. And it is, it's, it's your conscience being, being seared. It's your conscience being, um, it's violated. We've violated our conscience. That's, that's that feeling of when we, when we mess up, when we make mistakes. It's not God condemning us, but do we feel condemned? We do. It's our conscience condemning us. So uh, 1 John, 1 John 3. Uh, 1 John 3.20. It says, For if our heart condemns us, God is greater than our heart and knows all things. Beloved, if our heart does not condemn us, we have confidence toward God. So the problem is not him condemning us, but our own heart condemning us. So we have to deal with that. And we have to, we have to say, what, how in the world can I have a clean conscience? And if you notice, a clean conscience has confidence towards God. It's, it's, it, goes, it basically goes on to say, whatever we ask, we can receive from him. We're, you know, that, that's the kind of confidence that he desires for us. And, and so we have to learn how to clean our conscience. We have to learn how to, if we mess up, if we do something that we're not supposed to, if we, if we disobey in some way, and, and it could be super minor. It could be the, the minorest of things. But guess what? Your heart will condemn you. Your heart will say, something's wrong. Wait, 
something's wrong. And we, and we have to learn how to not violate that. And it, basically that's the, what the rest of verse 22 says. We have whatever we ask, we receive from him because we keep his commandments and do those things that are pleasing in his sight. And here's the commandments. And this is his commandments, that we should believe on the name of his son, Jesus Christ, and love one another as he gave us commandment. So we're to follow his commandments. If we blow it, what do we do? How do, how do, we, how do we fix the situation? Well, it's called repentance. It's called repentance. And repentance is, is one of those religious words that gets tossed around a lot and has zero understanding for, for most people that are Christians today. But it literally just means to turn from, from one thing and back to another. And so we're turning from whatever we did wrong, from whatever mistake we made, and we turn towards God. We turn towards Him. And so sin can lead us away from God. But that's not because God's pushing us away. He's condemning us. That's our own heart going the wrong direction. And so we have to realize when we, when we blow it, the answer, run to God. That's the answer. Run to Him. And so if, we're, if we say, you know what? Yep, this was the mistake I made. I'm going to own it. I'm going to confess it. I'm going to say, yep, this was something that your blood paid for. This is something that you washed away, made me clean. And now I'm turning back to you, Father, with a clean heart, with a clean conscience. I seek you. And so that, what that does is it just removes any hindrance of your heart to him. And it opens up, again, what the relationship is supposed to be, which is you're righteous. You're, you've been made holy. You've been made clean. And so um, I, I got this scripture too, Acts. Jump over here. This is the last one. Acts 3. Kids are having a good time. <laughs> At least they won't have any voices later. That'll be nice. <laughs> Get it all out before kids can. Uh, Acts 3.19 says this. Repent, therefore, repent, there's that word, and be converted, that your sins may be blotted out, so that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord. Notice, notice the heart of God. That he's like, look, I, I just want your sins to be blotted out. I want them to be forgiven. I desire mercy. I desire that, that this be not accounted unto you. I desire there be no hindrance between us. So repent, and those sins will be blotted out. Some, one thing that I do is if, if I'm struggling with in, in something, I use my imagination, and our imaginations are powerful. It's, it's one of the ways we can access the kingdom of God is by activating uh, our minds, activating our imaginations, and using them for the right reason, not for vain things. And so one of the things that I do is if I'm struggling with like maybe a memory, what one thing I do is I just take in my mind, I think of that memory, I get the picture of it, and then I just in my mind picture me like putting my hand in, in the blood of Jesus 
and just wiping it away until it's all blotted out, until I can't see that anymore. And to literally, and I keep doing this until guess what? I forget. I, I've forgotten a lot of bad things that I've done by, by doing this. Because guess what? God forgets. He's forgotten those things. He said, I cast those into the sea of forgetfulness as far as the east is from the west. So he has chosen, I will remember their sin no more. And it's, that's his heart, to just be, for us to just be washed clean. It's this cleaning, it's this cleansing, it's this conscience that's clear that he needs to take us further, that he needs for us to understand righteousness so that he can take us deeper, so that he can give us solid food, so that we're not, we're not babes trying to eat a steak, so that we're developed, we're of full age, ready to receive what God has for us. So here's what I, here's what I want to do. I want us to clean our conscience. And you know what? If your conscience is clean right now, great. You just get in the presence of the Lord and get ready for times of refreshing. But if, but if I'm talking to you and you know that's, there's something there, there's something in my spirit that just says something's not right, it's time to just clear that conscience. It's time to say, I'm, I want whatever this thing is that's holding me back, I want it blotted out like God does. I want it to be forgotten. And I want to be set free. And I want to have times of refreshing. Because that's the purpose of it. The purpose, he wants to give us refreshing. He wants to, to make our lives amazing. He wants to give us his presence, which is everything, which is so key to life. Are you guys ready? All right, all right. Well, uh, do you want to get some piano? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father God. Father God, we acknowledge your goodness. We acknowledge you've made us righteous. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for blotting out those things that have been holding us back. a second, uh, Mickey's going to sing. What I want you to do, the instructions I want to give you while, while he's singing, again, if this isn't you, just, just bask in his presence. That's what this time's for. But if I was talking to you and you got something going on in, inside, I just want you to talk, take it to the Lord and say, Lord, I repent of this. I give it to you. It's blotted out. And I encourage you to use your imagination, activate it, and just just begin to cleanse yourself with His blood. It is a powerful, His blood is so powerful, it washes everything clean.
Asking for sacrifice, special vows or offerings, all of that's just a part of me and what I can bring. You're not asking for sacrifices, special vows or offerings, all you ask is all of me. You're not asking for sacrifice, special vows or offerings, all of that's just a part of me and what I can bring. You're not asking for sacrifice, special vows or offerings, Lord, all you ask is all of me. Just my heart, but all of me, not just a part of my soul and my mind, not just a part, but all of me, Lord, not just my heart, but my soul.
choice. Yes. God is so good. Hallelujah. Yes, we rejoice in you, Father God. Yes, you have washed us clean. Yes, you have set us free. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, we praise your name. Be glorified. Yes, you are worthy. Yes, you are worthy. Yes, you have made us righteous. You have cleansed us, set us apart. You have called us into your plan and your purpose. Oh, we praise your name. Let's just begin to shout. Let's begin to sing it out. Come on, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. Freedom. Freedom in this house. Freedom here tonight has no place anymore. Yes, freedom here. Oh, we glorify you. Be magnified here. Yes, praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We worship you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Oh, we worship you, Lord. Thank you, Father God. Yes, freedom and refreshing I have in store for you. Freedom tonight, freedom now and forever. Freedom now and forever I have in store for you. To go further, to do more, to go further in my plan, to go further in my will. I have established you in my righteousness. I have called you unto me. I have called you into my plan. Go, go, go further. Don't hold back. The limits are not here. The limits are in your mind. Now you can go further. Yes, go further in my presence. Go deeper in my call tonight. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. 
we go deeper with you. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father God. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Lord is good. Amen. 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 Why don't you go ahead and be seated for a moment? the service that while while praying um, uh, it came up in my heart uh, uh, regarding growth grow 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 I heard myself pray grow 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 and uh, and that that involves a lot of things and there's a lot of areas that we can grow in and need to grow in and, uh, and there's been some growing here tonight, believe it or not. There's been some growing going on. And, and, and one of the things, you can see a, just a, a, a weave of God's message and revelation coming through different methods, through teaching and through tongues and interpretation of tongues. And, uh, uh, and you can see that, that one of the areas, one of the things going on is the Lord is helping individuals to remove obstacles that are keeping them from growth. Yeah, they've been stuck in the same place. And, and sometimes things like sin and guilt and shame will keep you. You'll stay in that place. You remain. And But the Lord's, you know, I tell you, His blood is more powerful than anything. The blood of Jesus is more powerful than any bondage and any sin, than any past. Say, I've sinned again and again and again and again and again and again. And His blood is still more powerful. Yeah. Than any guilt and sin that, or shame and uh, so forth that, that that causes and that brings in your life. Because remaining in that position, that mentality, is a restrictor. It, it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's something that holds you back. But the Lord has called us into a broad place, into an open space where there's much expansion and increase and growth in His grace and growth in the knowledge of His love and growth in spiritual gifts and growth in power. And there's, there's so much more He has in store for us to walk in continually. And so thank God by His goodness and by His grace, He has helped us and helped us to reach out beyond the limitations of our mind and the guilt of our present and of our past to walk into a new space, an open place, a place of plenty, a place of abundance, a place of much resource and unlimited power, unlimited love. It's a place from God above. Amen. I tell you, it's a, it's a wonderful place that He's leading us in. Amen. Hallelujah. I would encourage you. Oh, I almost want to speak in tongues myself. <laughs> you get up in the glory and it's just, just you move beyond your mind. Hey, hallelujah. <laughs> but don't let... <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.
Hallelujah.
Revelation uh, 19. (laughs) Who thought Revelation was funny? This says rejoice. Hallelujah. This says rejoice and amen. Hallelujah. They They are singing that at the throne. Amen and hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Ha 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 
this seems right because he's he can't talk right now we're going Spirit of the Lord, come upon them with joy. Joy evermore. Every morning, joy. Joy every morning they wake up. Come upon them in power and in might. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because we are victorious. We stand on the righteousness of God. We stand on the righteousness of God. We stand on the righteousness of God. Hop on that white horse and start riding with him. Start riding away from the stuff of the past and start moving forward. Start moving forward. It's a fun ride. It's a ride of laughter. It's a ride of joy. Hallelujah. We are victorious. We are victorious. Hallelujah. Step over that issue and keep walking. Step over that issue and keep walking. <laughs>
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Well, God is good. can't seem to say anything else. <laughs> At least I got that out. And so, uh, why don't you finish? in Africa when we when we have to leave we don't say goodbye we say see you later we never say goodbye huh how about we start developing a culture here that whenever humans visit we're just coming back 
continue to practice his presence as we go to our homes and our workplaces. Let his presence be upon us so heavy and so thick that people around us get healed. That people around us feel love for the first time that they've been searching for and they, the world doesn't have it yet. 